Hi, I'm Kate Finlayson, and welcome to Market Matters. I run the FIC Market Structure team here at JP Morgan, and today it's my absolute pleasure to be joined by Scott Lucas, the firm's head of DLT for markets, and Tyron Lobin, who is the head of blockchain launch as part of JP Morgan's Onyx unit. Welcome both. Thanks, Kate. Very nice to be here. Scott, Tyron, as you know, my team is focused on the new and changing ways our clients interact and access liquidity as the market structure evolves. I think there's no denying that distributed ledger technology, or DLT, holds phenomenal potential to improve the reliability and efficiencies in financial markets. On a basic level, we know that DLT refers to the technological infrastructure that allows a decentralized database across multiple nodes. Blockchain technology is just one type of DLT, allowing transactions to be recorded on a shared immutable ledger. This term is thrown around a lot, but what does blockchain actually mean in the context of financial markets? One way to think about blockchain is as a shared programmable infrastructure. And what that actually means is you can have multiple parties using the same platform to record and view information and also standardize and undertake different processes together on that same platform, all whilst knowing that everyone is seeing exactly the same information and reaching the same outputs and outcomes. One of the key uses of this shared infrastructure is the ability to tokenize assets, which essentially means using smart contracts to represent assets on a blockchain and embed directly in those assets key information like who the owner is, how the asset should be treated in different scenarios, and under what conditions that asset should be transferred. And this is actually hugely impactful because doing those things today takes multiple teams across multiple parties. Now, of course, blockchain is also the underlying technology that has enabled the creation of cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin and Ether. But there really is much more to blockchain than just those cryptocurrencies. And you'll probably be surprised as to how long it's actually been around. Right, it's not new technology. Have we seen the use of it shift though? and how we engage with this evolving space. Yeah, I mean, just using JP Morgan as an example, you know, we've been experimenting with blockchain since about 2015, when we had just a handful of product managers and engineers. And through that experimentation, we actually ended up creating a blockchain platform called Quorum, which is a fork of the public Ethereum blockchain, but with enterprise features added in, like stronger privacy, higher performance, the ability to permission who joins the network. So in the years since, blockchain has actually proven to surface opportunities that show how it can be integrated into the wider financial infrastructure. So for example, you know, we're seeing central banks look to build multi-currency payment solutions. We actually worked with the Monetary Authority of Singapore on an effort called Project Ubin, which really was set up to explore how blockchain can facilitate interbank settlements. This has now graduated to a fully commercial joint venture that is actually looking to deliver that solution for Singapore. Uh, We've also seen how blockchain can be used for payments. So we actually launched a product called JP Morgan Coin. This is a blockchain-based payments rail and account ledger for JPM's wholesale clients and is actually essentially a blockchain-based bank account. Now, this is interesting because it enables us to do things like DDP settlement for our securities-related projects. So I think the overall shift has been away from early stage research and development into something that could actually rearrange the underlying market structure. Clearly, we're seeing the potential of blockchain to become that mainstream tool. One of the things that we've actually done is create a business unit called Onyx, which focuses exclusively on scaling, 
industrializing and commercializing blockchain applications. So, you know, we're well beyond the R&D phase. Right. Scott, as Tyron just mentioned, the firm's work with this technology is longstanding. But we're now starting to see the fruits of this labor with live, tradable products being used by our clients every day. You're focused on the DLT product within JP Morgan's markets division. How is this technology infiltrating day-to-day trading and repo markets, for example? So as mentioned by Tyron, we've benefited from a range of those R&D efforts over the last few years and have really zeroed in on some areas we think have actual value. We started with a specific issue that we felt was both achievable to solve and has positive economic and risk outcomes for the clients, and that's intraday liquidity. So today, intraday liquidity provision is often via unsecured, uncommitted credit provided by the clearing bank. By providing that liquidity in a secured way, it reduces risk and provides liquidity from another source. Had we tried to update all the risk, reporting, settlement, order systems, et cetera, to make this happen, it just wouldn't have happened. So DLT, we still have the capability to do this and extend that further as the technology embeds itself in the wider market infrastructure. So today we can do intraday trades in the US in traditional products such as repo. And by the end of the year, we're able to trade intraday overnight and term in the US, UK, and Europe using a wider set of eligible collateral and adding other tri-party agents. So today we use Boney, so we also be adding JP Morgan into the flow. And clearly there's a real benefit for JP Morgan clients. There is. I think this won't mean the repo market suddenly will flip to DLT trades en masse. However, the timing specificity of the settlement, the fact that there's no way of failing a trade, and the longer operating hours does mean that there are additional trades that clients can do that they can't do today. And that's the sort of impact we expect the technology across a range of markets and asset classes. Widening the opportunity set, allowing clients to execute trades they want to do today, but they can't because of settlement limitations. And Tyron, how exactly are we at JP Morgan achieving this? What does this workflow look like? Well, the crux of it is that we are leveraging smart contracts to tokenize assets, right? So actually, on the one hand, we're tokenizing repo collateral like US treasuries held at a custodian, but also soon to be other types of assets. And on the other hand, we're tokenizing cash through our JP Morgan coin product. And now with both tokenized cash and tokenized collateral now operating on the same platform, the same ledger, we can programmatically exchange those two things simultaneously based on different conditions. So, you know, as soon as the trade settles, the borrower receives their cash and the lender has the rights to the collateral. And upon maturity, say three hours after the trade was booked, the reverse automatically happens. This is all without repo, middle office, or back office processing. And I think this really shows the power of shared ledgers and programmable assets. And actually, the way that we've achieved this at JP Morgan is by developing a bank-grade platform called Onyx Digital Assets. This is a multi-asset platform specifically targeted at tokenization. And when I say bank-grade, I mean that it has met the rigors of JP Morgan's cybersecurity processes, It complies with applicable regulatory requirements for repo transactions. All participants have to have gone through JP Morgan's KYC processes. And we've built a robust rulebook for participants to sign up to. So the repo app is just the first app on top of this new platform. We are already building new apps in other areas with other clients. Well, it feels like the technology and workflows involved are actively addressing some inherent market structure challenges. Looking to the future, Scott and Tyron, what more can be done? What other markets are primed for innovation with this technology? So there's a lot of investment out there by firms in the FX and the securities issuance space, which suggests the market sees opportunities there, again, driven off settlement efficiency and certainty. 
There's no quick flick of the switch. The markets are heavily regulated. The existing reporting and transparency requirements are substantial, and the investment to replicate that will be significant. So use cases need to be real, economically viable, and have an extensive runway for growth. That being said, you know there is a lot of investment out there and a substantial investment in those spaces. Yeah, and I think further out, you know, we're certainly keeping a very close eye on DeFi or decentralized finance, because once again, this shows the power of smart contracts that can hold and facilitate the movement of assets in a trusted way without counterparty risk. So ultimately, I think what we'll see is the creation of new asset classes, new derivatives, and new ways for parties to trade and settle with each other. Absolutely. So in essence, the technology presents a vast array of opportunities in terms of introducing execution efficiencies and some great progress made already. Thanks, Gott and Tyron, for a really interesting discussion today. And to our listeners, stay tuned for more episodes of Market Matters. Thanks for listening. The views expressed in this podcast may not necessarily affect the views of J.P. Morgan Chase & Co. and its affiliates, together J.P. Morgan, and do not constitute research or recommendation advice or an offer or a solicitation to buy or sell any security or financial instrument. Referenced products and services in this podcast may not be suitable for you and may not be available in all jurisdictions. J.P. Morgan may make markets and trade as principal and securities and other asset classes, and financial products that may have been discussed. The thick market structure publications or to one newsletters mentioned in this podcast are available for JP Morgan clients. Please contact your JP Morgan sales representative should you wish to receive these. For additional disclaimers and regulatory disclosures, please visit jpmorgan.com forward slash disclosures.